Yeah, no, look at you with those fucking pills in your hand. They call them pills, right? Is that what they call them? I think so. What the kids are calling them? Like Air, oh, AirPods, sorry. They're AirPods, yeah. They look like it could be a little pill box. Yeah, man. I used to know a pill box. I don't know what happened to him. <laughs> cheers. Hey, cheers, buddy. Truth Serum. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Truth Serum Podcast. We got Ryan and Corey. Corey and Ryan. And today we are back at Simple Studios in New York City, Midtown, somewhere. If you want to come find us on a random Tuesday afternoon, you probably would catch us walking around um, on the streets of Manhattan. Yeah, don't you find it kind of redundant that they call this place Simple Studios? Aren't all studios simple? For the most part. It's just mostly just four walls and a floor. Well, it depends. Because if it's like a recording studio, then there's like machinery. Yeah, but still simple in here. Besides this uh, microphone, fine, you fucking got me. I mean, essentially, <laughs> well, ideally, we would be able to scream as loud as we want. Technically, we can. Like, this thing is like, you know, like screen proof. You probably could murder someone in here. That's what I was going to say. Like, if the serial killer smartened up, they would become recording artists and bring their victims into uh, studios. But I think if you have gone off the end, the deep end, and decided, I'm going to start being a serial killer, you probably don't give a shit if yeah. people hear screaming. But right? if you want to make your start as one, uh, please come to Simple Studios <laughs> and rent out the podcast room, and you'll be able to go to town on your first victim. Exactly. I don't recommend that. I don't condone murder. You can go to Simple town, Studios though. does. You can go to town on them. Yeah. I've been watching a lot of Mindhunter, so I'm sorry. Oh, so you're on that shit? Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm stuck. Now I'm thinking the psychology of why this fucking happens and why people think. Well, um, that just made me think about comedy for some weird reason. I've been watching a lot of like newer stuff, and um, it's it feels like to me... like Did you see uh, Woody Harrelson on SNL? Yeah. I saw a few sketches. What, what about it? How'd you feel about it? I like I, I enjoyed it. Like I'm not I wasn't crazy about it. It just seemed like another eh, okay. That's another Yeah, I mean not, not so good Saturday Night Live episode. Right, right, right. There are moments I'm like, Oh, I enjoy this sketch. I I like the presidential debate, like uh whatever the candidate. Oh, that the, was the funny. Debate. And um like uh, uh who's the old guy? Uh, uh, uh what Bernie Sanders? Larry, uh, Larry Larry David. Larry David was in who's the old guy? He's old, right? He's like pretty old. Oh yeah, Bernie Sanders, or even both of them. Both of them. Larry David is not as old as Bernie Sanders. Yeah, but he always looks old. I feel like he always had white hair and is always bald. He's like a character. Yeah, he's like he's he's based off George Costanza. Well, George Costanza was based off of him. Sorry, let me get that correct. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, the dude is funny, um, but yeah, I I felt like in the opening monologue, like Woody Harrelson was touching on all these jokes. Yeah. That were kind of like a little bit risque. Yeah. And I thought, you know what? It's cool that comedians are kind of just like starting to just do that shit again. Yeah. Like we're starting to not be afraid anymore of getting in trouble for saying something. I mean, like getting in trouble for doing something is like a different, a totally different thing. We get in mm -hmm. trouble for saying something. It's kind of cool that people are just kind of just getting back to that. Yeah. But you know, instead of caution, which you know, we're very this is a very sensitive time, which is kind of fucking weird. I what's so sensitive about it? I don't know. It's like, always been. I, it's always for, a sensitive. I'm not saying time. that like for from my perspective. I'm like, right, you know, right. say what you will. You know, treat people as you want to be treated, but also have a little sense of humor if you can. 
Right, right. And, you know, everyone's upset about everything. <laughs> I'll draw the line once it gets to the point of, like, this Lego up my nose. What do you have against something against Legos? You know, <laughs> like... <laughs> I mean, everybody, you can find any, you could like pick anything to uh, get upset about. Yeah. Um, and people don't really have to give a shit. So today, the main thing, the reason I brought you here today is... <laughs> that was a journey that we were like five minutes in. I know. I wanted to talk to you about something that I, you know, it's changed over the years and it, it does for everybody, I think. But uh, I wanted to talk about the concept... I want to talk about a concept with you today. I want to talk about FOMO. Like uh, you brought this up, I, I've seen the acronym FOMO, but I never understood what it actually meant. Really? Because when yeah. I brought it up to you, I thought you were just kidding. Like, you... uh, no, I had no idea. I know what FOMO was. I thought it was like, I thought it was fumar. I thought it was like you know type of smoke. Oh no 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 no! In Spanish, yeah. uh, no FOMO is the fear of missing out. And, um, is this, you know, a, is this a real thing, like a psychological yeah, a, thing, like, or is it just a, a, a name coined so that, you know, you, you talk about, you know, all oh, shit, uh, uh, my buddy didn't come here. And so now I'm like, what I could, no, this is what yeah. it is. Like, say you're working, right? Mm -hmm. Like you're at work and you work late most of the time because you work at a bar. Yeah. Say all of your other friends are at a different bar having all the fun that they could possibly be having <laughs> oh, without you there. That happens all the time. <laughs> and, you know, it, like I said, like it changes over time. When you get older, you just start to accept like, oh, shit, I just fucking couldn't be there this time. Yeah. Don't tell me about it because it's going to make me feel a certain kind of way. Yeah, yeah. But uh, that feeling is like, you feel like this feeling, I for me, like, in that past, when I, I felt like that, I felt like that f in the pit of my stomach. Yeah. You know? Like, I'll get FOMO if, like, I find out that, like, oh, Hannah's chilling with my mom, and they're doing something fun, and I'm like, ah, fuck, like, I'm working. Oh. You know? It's not, like, so much, like, a jealousy thing where it's like, oh, man. Like, I wish I was me? there, I was too. Like... I'm trying to find, like, how they define it on the internet, but my reception sucks. Yeah, here. it sucks here. But uh, we'll just go along with it, and then maybe anybody wants to comment, we'll comment back in the Instagram or Twitter. I, yeah. But sometimes it makes people, I mean, you know, you could be one of those people that didn't even realize that they were an outsider. Like people didn't really fucking even invite you to the party, but then you end up, social media made it so that you end up seeing stories and pictures about it. Yeah. And then you feel real shitty that you weren't at the party and you weren't even invited to the fucking party. Yeah. I think that's the worst feeling, thinking that you are. F that's a whole, I think that's a whole other thing. Though. Like I thought you guys were my friends, asshole. Yeah. I mean, I think it can kind of plays into it a little bit because you still feel like. But know. like maybe the concept of being like, you know, the other half is why you're not invited might be because. Maybe you're, you're the smelly kid. You're the, oh, yeah, they're smelly kid. No, or just busy. Like you said, you you work other nights, and sometimes you can't be, always be there, and that kind of sucks. Yeah, it's probably worse if like you weren't doing shit. Yeah, and everybody that you thought was your friend is in all these Instagram stories, like laughing <laughs> and taking shots and high fiving and shit. It's like damn, and I could have been, been part of that. Yeah, you were just like home watching fucking Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes I do get caught up playing maybe a little too much video games or having fun at home. I rather I want a home day. Home days are important. Yeah. yeah, home days are way important. I'm just saying, like, if you're just a person that doesn't really have much of a social life, and your social life 
depends on the people that you think will always invite you out and then they won't. Yeah. And then you sit there and you feel like, oh, you start questioning your yourself. <laughs> then you start feeling like... It's such a dark, desolate place. Everyone hates you. So what do you do? You gonna, start picking up bad habits. You start yeah. doing meth. I'm going to open my diary right about this while sniffing this coke off this blown up doll. Sniff coke off so of lonely. a blow up doll. Then it's you're so fucking your roommate or your mother. <laughs> off your roommate? No, your roommate or your okay. mother walks in on you doing that. And then you can't explain yourself. Yeah. It's like, well, yeah. I need help. <laughs> One of the worst questions that you could be asked when you when you think you're by yourself and someone sees you do something that you can't really even explain and somebody goes, what are you doing? It's like, ah. Uh, I kind of roll with the punches now. What do you do? You just say exactly what you're doing? I you either get caught like kind of talking to yourself. Like oh, yeah. you, you, when you're like, sometimes I like the intellectual lines, like in like, you know, sometimes talking for the mirror. Like I, I like, I'm trying to get my thoughts out. You like practicing? Yeah, I'm practicing, or I just like use words, or like you know. Uh, sometimes I I would read lines in front of like the uh, the mirror because I want to practice a line, or like sometimes I have an idea and I like to act out the sketch in my brain and I say it out loud sometimes. And you're like, an actor too, so yeah. I feel like that's like a no, that's common, right? Yeah. And I, I Chris came in and like you know I was in the bathroom, the door is open, I'm just fucking yelling and being fucking weird and awkward and funny, and then I look at him and Did I'm he laugh. You know, he's like, "What are you doing?" He does, the, you know, you know what Chris does. He's oh like, yeah. Okay, I'm Chris Mosto. What are you doing? I'm like, and I'm like, I, I kind of rolls off me now. I used to be so embarrassed. I'm like, I did that. You yeah. caught me being weird. You caught me in a weird moment. <laughs> Have them all the time. Sometimes when I'm home, I like to uh, go into the closet and put on random combinations of clothes and form weird outfits <laughs> or you know yeah i remember the day like when we were hanging out at your place one time you just bust out like bust out the costumes you just start wearing the yeah. horse heads and like you dress like in your robin outfit we're just drunk and your uh your future wife to be was there and she was well uh, frank and she's like recording us listening to the misfits yeah. on vinyl which i have hell yeah check it out you danzig know. come back do you think, you know how everything comes back like fucking full circle? Like, do you think at some point some kid is going to find a VCR and think that that's cool again? Like, he's going to think it's cool to stick a tape into a fucking VCR and have to rewind it before he could watch it. Do you remember that shit? Yeah, I know. When you had to rewind a tape? People still feel that way. That shit. They're called, uh, for us being millennials and hipsters. <laughs> that shit felt like a fucking eternity. Yeah, we'll all watch a movie when we get home. I remember this shit when I was a kid. We'll all watch a movie when we get home. Corey, we're watching the tape. Yeah, yeah. Find the tape. It might be in a different case. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, how does it get lost in another case? Because you, like, you always have a fucking tape inside the VCR, and you always forget to eject it, right? Yeah. And, like, and, you know, of course, you have to take it out and put another case. And sometimes it gets stuck. Yeah. And then you got to smash the VCR to take the tape out. It's not that serious. Or you just rip out the tape and then you end up like just taping it together and be like, oh, hold, hopefully it still works. Yeah, like, and you'll find that Home Alone is in there. <laughs> but like, and do you open the Home Alone case and like All Dogs Go to Heaven is in that one? <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck? You can't even find it. That's what happened with CDs a lot too. Like yeah. I would have CDs and or like PlayStation games, like PlayStation 1. Yeah. You open like Twisted Metal, but fucking like Crash Bandicoot is in there. And- <laughs> And you don't even like you don't even know. Yeah, 
Like I, I get rid of all those discs now. I keep them all my uh, stuff in a CD wallet, which doesn't help because now it's more disorganized. Yeah, unless you like are one of those people that will alphabetize it, color code it. I don't have. I don't categorize it. I don't know. I'm not going to sit here and say I don't have time for that because I'm sure I can make time to do that. Yeah, I just don't want to like, do that. Yeah. That's I feel like it's like not important. <laughs> no, it's not. That's a person that deserves to get made fun of. Yeah. Really. And then that's a person that gets really good at like Microsoft Excel. Yeah. And the second you like start planning something with them, they start sending you spreadsheets and shit. And yeah. You're like, oh God, fuck it. I'm not even going to look at this. Why are they sending me this? Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but uh, to get back to like that FOMO, um, do you ever Ooh. feel like uh, if you're not spending time with somebody, you're kind of losing touch with them? You know, like you're kind of growing a distance. Do you ever have that sort of fear within that? I feel like it would be in that category. Um, like you're right, you have these buddies, you're like you know them for so long, but you kind of miss out. It's like, oh, what? why are they inviting me? Like, I, I wish I was hanging with these guys. I haven't seen them in like a couple of weeks. They're we're all best buds and shit. Like that's that. a really good question. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Do you have any of that fear of like losing touch? I don't. I don't. I used to when I was younger because, but I don't think that's real because, uh, like I haven't seen our good friend Nick Carrillo, um, of Puffs fame. If you guys saw Puffs off Broadway show, yeah. If you like Puffs, stages. if you saw that, he's also there's he's a he's a model now for clothing. <laughs> Comic Con, which is at Comic Con, there's po- big there are big posters and banners up with pictures of our buddy on it. Good we for had, him. We had to get him a bobblehead. I hadn't seen yeah we yeah that's a great idea. I hadn't seen him in fucking over a month recently, and then before that I don't even remember right. But we ran into him last week, and anytime I talk to him, it's like I just saw him yesterday, you know, or like my friend Julian who I went to um, I went to high school with, very close family friends, um, you know we're like family. Mm. I could not talk to him for weeks. And whenever we're in the same room, it's like we haven't skipped a beat, you know? Yeah. That's like, but when you have like bonds with people like that, there's people that also, if I hadn't seen you in a while, I'm happy about it. I'm like, you know, if I never see you again, that's okay. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. How do you feel? <laughs> How do you feel about that? Like losing touch with people? Uh, it hits me harder. <laughs> really? I, I, I miss like certain people and I feel guilty if I don't like go out and make the extra effort to you know see them or whatever you know that's on me you know it's not not like i'm like like totally like you know well they must hate me or whatever no no i know like i just fear like you know you have to spend some time with people to like you know be like well like maintenance maintenance in a way yeah do you feel like Like it's not really an (laughs) obligation but it feels kind of like that yeah yeah i could see that i mean do you feel like they are gonna forget about you no I just feel like, you know, well, we all grow. We all change. I'm like, I, I, I kind of like believe in like a status quo. of like, all right, well, maybe we're not. We're starting to lose touch here if we stop talking. Yeah. I mean, I definitely think we should all make an effort to stay in touch. Like, yeah. as, as much as everybody's phone is on them all the time. Yeah. All the time. Everybody's on Instagram. Like, look at this sandwich I ate. Look at me. Just look at my feet. 
just walking. Where am I walking? Whoa, hold on a second. I'm going to pan up. And this is Sixth Ave. <laughs> like, it's a every- fascinating place. Sixth Ave. <laughs> Everybody's just doing that shit all day long. So it's like, yo, if, you, if you're thinking about people, maybe you start making it a habit to just hit them up. Hey, what's going on? Yeah. Like, um, when I was at, uh, sorry to, to change the subject, like, uh, some people are like super sociable, which I think is kind of cool. I feel like you're a very sociable guy and I feel like, you don't would really have so much that fear of losing touch. Like I was at Woodstock with my girlfriend and we're, uh, How was that? it was great. We watched some, uh, indie films and, you know, got to explore this really small town. There's like nothing in it except for like thrift shops. Coffee, coffee shops. Those shops are cool. You could probably get some cool, like Magnum PI type shirts in there. Yeah, and we're kind of we're in the Times Square of Woodstock because they were selling like Woodstock paraphernalia and all that shit. But anyway, sorry. Uh, we were at this bar. <laughs> what paraphernalia? I just that, like that word. Sorry. I knew. I knew that would tickle you. Oh, <laughs> like I reached down in your armpit and found that tickle bone. There it goes. Uh, but there was this one guy there who was in town and he just started just blabbering to us. Like, not blabbering, I'm in a good way, but like, you know, his name is Bill, sweetheart. Started talking about, started like randomly talking to me and uh, Mackenzie. Give you the history of Woodstock? No, we we're just talking about podcasts. He's like, he overheard our conversations, like, then just like started talking. Like, he's really nice and started talking. We started talking about Jack Shepard to Joe Rogan and all that stuff. I like Jack Shepard. Yeah. I think he's cool. Yeah. I think he's funny too. I haven't heard his podcast though. I can't say that I have either. I just like him as a person. <laughs> oh no, no, from yeah. what? From uh, not from punk, but from well, uh, and punk. He was without great. a paddle. He was great and without a paddle. But like even like re- like his appearances on TV, he's usually yeah. like he seems like he's always like he's I like, like he's always Jack. Sh- I like Dak Shepard, but I feel like he's just only Dak Shepard. <laughs> he's mean, always gonna be like sarcastic, slightly charming guy. Yeah, he's always like, it seems like he's always trying to find a joke. I appreciate that because that's how I am. Like, I could be in whatever serious meeting. I'm always like, there's a joke here somewhere. Nobody's yeah. going to say it. I probably shouldn't. I don't want to draw attention to myself. I used to I used to love drawing attention to myself. <laughs> now I'm like, I'm cool back here. Yeah, but... Don't worry about me. I just want to make a joke. It's nice having like that sort of camaraderie. Like, you know... Making a joke is important. Yeah, Making yeah. a joke will make you like, people trust you. Yeah. Like, oh, this guy's got the same sense of humor as me. The um, yeah, to keep that kind of the, the, the same topic. Keep going, that like, same energy. Same energy. Do, do you ever like you know feel like you you substitute like let's say there I felt like we have different lives. I know this is gonna sound like weird. Who you and me? Like like weird like different lives is then we have a work life, we have a personal life. You know what I mean? Oh, totally. Yeah. We're so, also uh, we're also business partners in this endeavor. Oh yeah. Cool. We have we have uh, different types of relationships here. <laughs> yeah, but uh, like I'm saying, like, do, do have you do you ever uh, you kind of like you know, let's say you have a best friend. Like, do you have a like a work best friend? Does that sound weird? Like, you know, like a person you're like, all right, I need to I need this person here to be like to survive the day. It's like someone at school or you know. You know, I gotta say, <laughs> this is gonna force him to listen to this shit too. I gotta say, I, um, over the years, I think. Um, my good buddy Basilio, photographer, shout out, shout out. I think he became my work best friend. Um, you know, he, I watched him grow a lot in terms of just the way he looked at fucking everything and like his attitude towards the world and the way he viewed himself even mm-hmm. as a man. And like it was just kind of cool because 
you know, he was like a little bit grumpy. Uh, like oftentimes, there were times where it it was like, God damn, I hope this motherfucker doesn't come in here with that kind of energy because I can't deal with this shit. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're like, it's like that kind of shit. You you're know? kind of Doctor Ruthing in, trying to make him feel a bit better about himself. Or you're like, fuck. But it's all I love. Don't deal with that. Yeah, I would come in high energy, and he would come in. I'm not fucking having this shit today. And they'd be like, all right, well, you just took the fucking wind out of my sails. It's kind of like Riggs and Murtaugh. I feel like you as both as being clubbing salesmen. Like, uh, is that what we don't call, is that insulting to say for your position previously? Uh, I don't know. Fashion, uh, stylist, stylist. <laughs> yeah. Styler. Styler? Stylist. Styler. Stylist. Um, no, yeah, but I mean, over the time we cultivated this this really strong bond as friends. Yeah, you, know? um, you start. I think a person becomes your work best friend, but they become a very important friend to you in general. Not yeah, necessarily yeah. work. Like work is the thing that is the reason you guys know each other. Yeah, but you start like building a relationship outside of that. Like we would just go get fucking wings all the time. You know, he refers to himself as the wing king. Wait, he, he's the wing king? He's the wing king. I he's can't believe you've never heard him say that. King. No, I've never heard him he's ever the, say that. He's the wang king. He's the motherfucking wing king. And like, he, the lover of wang. Self-proclaimed, I think, but whatever. No, I'm kidding. Yo, I just think that, <laughs> you know, but we would go and I've never seen a man drink a gin and tonic that fast in my entire life. I don't know. And I fucking put him down. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah, you, you, know? do, you, you definitely could pound beers like nothing. Yeah, or gin and tonic. Gin and tonic is a very easy drink to drink, yeah, especially so if it's hot outside. That's so sweet, though. It gives me like man hangovers. Does it give you? Uh, does it give you diarrhea? Oh yeah, I could blow up a toilet with that. Like probably a couple of drinks of those. You can't say that on an airplane, though. You're gonna blow up a toilet? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna go blow up the toilet. Like you're yelling to your to your girlfriend down the aisle. Yo, babe, I'm I'll be back. I'm gonna go blow up the toilet. What? <laughs> You know that's a, a illegal in the Philippines. What to say? To take any type of like j- joke or gesture of a bomb, like any type of jo- joking gesture of a bomb. That's one of the touchy subjects yeah. to joke about that I like agree with. You can't be like, oh wait a second, this McDonald's is the bomb. Wait, remember you know? in was it Meet the Parents? Meet you the said parents? bomb on an airplane. You can't say bomb on an airplane. He's like, yeah, I can. Bomb, bomb, bomb. bomb. Do you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> oh man. I, I mean, I was really young when that movie came out. But, but that context, though. That shit is funny. It's funny. but It's true, though. I mean, first of all, some people are terrified of flying, and they have to even they even have to do it all the time. Yeah. It's like, last thing you want to even think about is a bomb. Is a fucking bomb. So, I, it, get, I get that. I don't know. Like, it, it, if like I I would look at it as if it were like a boy cried wolf like it's like you know well I like if someone said like I think there's a bomb all right, okay I can understand that gesture of like all right he's lying directly but if you're using the phrase like it's the bomb didn't the boy who like, cried he, he, wolf eventually get eaten by a wolf yeah yeah I mean like that's what it's consequences I know like I I think in, I'm in that. Uh, in that sort of situation, I think, like, you know, I think it's okay to say, like, you know, well, I, I just had explosive diarrhea, you know, like. You could say that, but I would rather just whisper it to the person I'm tr- flying What if you're with. quoting good times? You're like, dynamite! You See, can't nobody say dynamite. Talk, nobody talks like that anymore. Oh, I'm just taking this stick of TNT with my big old mallet and pushing it down into the fuse thing. Wow, I'm, I'm failing that, like, impression. You know what's really funny is, like, Nobody even describes anything as being the bomb anymore. 
I like, want to bring it back. I love that phrase. I've heard bring it back. I, 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 I think it's a very nineties phrase. It's like everyone started saying rad a couple of years ago. I'm like, all right, cool. Well, that's been around for a while. Well, you so. know what? If you I think rad never left, just like I think dope never left. I just think people started saying it more. But I think people started saying it because they they instead of calling it dope like like you know, like drugs, they're like, Oh well that's dope. Yeah, but I mean, like in hip hop culture, like dope was around forever. Yeah, it didn't really, true. but just like it just, it just became so mainstream. Yeah, that everybody just, it just, I don't, you know, out of nowhere, I started noticing how many people used dope to describe something that was cool. Um, but nobody used the bomb. Whenever I even hear somebody say the bomb, I look at them like, "Are you really saying that?" Yeah, because it's the bomb. I don't know, man. See, that rolls off the tongue pretty nice. Even fat, like nobody's oh that shit is fat. Like nobody says that. You know what I'm saying? PhD. Like, it, like I just I, I can't help but think of Rush Hour. Yeah. Or, you know. Was it Rush Hour? Yeah, yeah. Pretty hot. No, oh, wait. Oh, no, oh, no, 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 no. Pretty You're, hot and tempting. That that is the other Brett Ratner film. The uh, uh, Chris Tucker. Chris Tucker and Charlie Sheen. Oh, uh, 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 God damn it! I welcome, know. welcome to Corey and Ryan. Guess the movie that they're trying <laughs> Guess to think the movie. of. Charlie Sheen and Chris Tucker. God damn it! And uh, 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 Heather Locklear was in it. Heather Locklear was in it. Damn, well, who? Fuck, I forgot the name of that. It was a good. I like. I know. That movie. Like I, I, I keep on thinking about the Barry White song when I think about that movie. I can't remember. What we'll to look it up or one of you beautiful people like to message us the. Uh, we're forget it. We're gonna IMDb it. There's no choice about. If you know what movie Charlie Sheen and Heather Locklear and Chris Tucker were in, which, first of all, that shit was like, was Chris Tucker just playing? The same character as he was in Rush Hour One. Yeah, pretty much. That's right? all he's got, you know. Like I, that's why you get typecasted, I guess, right? He was yeah. different in uh, 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 Silver Linings Playbook. Yeah, uh, did he start off in what movie? Did he start off in? It definitely Wasn't he in Friday. Yeah, probably because of Friday. They saw his personality. He's like, we need you to be this big and full of cocaine, and like you know. Then from there, he did Fifth Element. Uh, that, oh, that's right. That movie we talked about with Charlie Sheen and Heather Locklear. Bruce Willis was in The Fifth Element? Yes. <clears throat> Bruce Willis was in a lot of movies back yeah, he then. He was, man. He was the man. Yeah. Until he fucked up the Die Hard franchise, so screw all of you. I always find pictures of Bruce Willis with hair. Like, I'd rather, I need him to be bald. I need him with hair, man. I, I think I, he looks cool bald. I, I just want to see that receding hairline. Yeah, I mean, back in the day, people, I guess they didn't know what to do. About going bald like that, so they would just like rock it until this shit was just gone. Yeah, but like you know, there are people that could kind of rock the hair in the back, like um, like Steven Seagal. Was Steven Seagal balding and he's just pulling it all back into a ponytail? <laughs> Pretty much, just stretching whatever to keep his fat together. I think he puts in the ponytail. Is there anybody now? I used to look at Steven Seagal and like my mom loved Steven Seagal, right? I used to look at him. And be like, yo, he's cool. He's a badass. He's tough. He's always wearing black like Johnny Cash. Yeah. But like he didn't look like he was like jacked like no. Schwarzenegger or like Sylvester Stallone. He was just, just like he looked like a like a giant, like if a penguin <laughs> just got fucking six foot seven and was really intimidating. Yeah. He you was, was like just before he was kind of skinny until he got kind of big and crazy and weird. He got round. Yeah. Why is Gary Busey so crazy? Is that, I've been, we've been really talking about it. Like me and like Hannah we were talking, talking about this shit. 
Yeah, I I, I don't know. He, Did he, he have an accident? I, I thought he had an accident that like made him like kind of fucking loopy. Probably like. He probably did a lot of drugs and shit and drinks a lot. Just a maniac. Isn't you it? You know, a- just a man that just loves having a good time, but just a little off because of the way he is raised. I you ever know. look at those guys, though, that were from that time that were like, like, I think it's really unnatural to be that famous and have that much money that you can do whatever you want and you don't really know what to do. Like, it's not really... Who says they haven't had training? I'm sure they had, like, some sort of formal acting training. No, but I mean, like, just in terms of, like, trying to live a regular... Like, you can't walk down the street. You can't, like... You mean, like, being famous? Yeah, you can't, like, actually be alone. Like, you gotta fuck... Like, and go do do your own shit. Like, it's difficult to do that. Yeah. Um... And those people that were like just fucking doing all these crazy drugs because there wasn't really many examples before, before their time of like, yo man, this really fucked this person up. Maybe you shouldn't do that. Well, yeah, you didn't really have a lot of those experiences. Like it's it's all about partying, about being famous. Uh, like around the 60s, 70s, like you know, you look at the rap pack back in the day. Like they're having a good time. You know, just like you know, uh, put some <laughs> fucking ice in a drink, some whiskey while freaking Sinatra sniffing cocaine. And, you know, that it's about the party, baby. Yeah, That's they all I'm going saying. nuts. But, like, look at the people who, like, survived that shit. Like, some of them are weird, like Gary Busey. I don't know if Gary Busey had a, a drug pro- I don't know if that's the thing. I don't know. I, I, I can't. I can't look it up right now. I'm sorry. So <laughs> Yeah, please. Uh, this episode is about you looking up all the information for us. Can we look it up for us, please? Can we get Gary Busey on this? Why is there a metronome on this? Can we get Gary Busey <laughs> to come in here and explain to us? Why he's why he's so artistic? I'm gonna say he's very artsy. He makes like he makes art and shit too. Thought you want to say autistic? No, no, no. Art, like Art Linkletter, the original <laughs> host of Kids Say the Darnest Things. You know they're Holy bringing that show back. Holy shit, are they? Yeah, was it Art Linkletter? We we were fucking little kids. I don't remember the fact that you remember that. Yeah, and I'm a few years older than you. I applaud you. I have no idea. And then it was Cosby. Then Cosby did it. Then Cosby did it. <laughs> Didn't Louis Anderson do it? I feel like Louis Anderson like randomly did a bunch of different shows like that. Yeah, I feel like, you know, yeah, after his comedy started ending, it's like, well, I'm just gonna keep doing talk shows and, you know, not much I could do and T V shows. I don't know. Did you Game ever shows. enjoy Life with Louis? Starring like, Louis Anderson as a cartoon character? Yeah, I've enjoyed that thoroughly. It's just it like, very good. Nothing like seeing a child and just like Buck teeth and joint. Like, oh, I'm just having a trouble, a problem today. My teddy bear just pooped itself. I don't know. I just wish that people would have higher self esteem. You know, sometimes people look at themselves and they are not happy with the way they look and they compare themselves to other people. And honestly, I'm I've been strongly thinking about taking this big social media hiatus where I'm just like not on the shit. And I've been like not really even interested in really looking at it too much lately. So I'll miss a lot of stuff. Like, Hand will bring stuff to my attention, but like. I'll miss a lot of stuff, which is kind of nice. Um, but like people are comparing so to So you can be a grossly unattractive person like Louis Anderson mm-hmm. and be famous if you're talented. Yeah, that's talent. If you want to be famous, you don't have to be famous. But, or people will like you. Like if Louis Anderson walked in this room right now, I'd be like, holy shit, you look crazy. I wouldn't say that to him. <laughs> but I'd be like, holy shit, it's Louis Anderson. Yeah. And I've known who this person was forever. Not a good looking person. You can do it too. Yeah. So if you're ugly, it's okay. Yeah. Like, you know, uh, (laughs) 
Thank you. Body positivity, everybody. If yeah, you're ugly, body it's po- okay. Corey Easley, everybody. 2019. Please vote for him for being our president. Um, yeah, nice dollar off. Yeah, I, 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 you know, I think like I think it's important to have like talent. Like it annoys me if you're just like you. When I see pretty people that have are on the screen, like well. Well, how are you a fucking cop? That's not believable whatsoever. Oh, like a cop on yeah. The, well, watching like you, like you know certain, certain dramas, I'm like, you're casting this this person. You're casting this cop who's in shape. There's oh no in God, shape. God, look cops. at he got a six pack, chiseled, and great chin. Every now Could and then, barely speak like any type of English, even though they're American. Yeah, it's weird. Every now and then in real life, I will see a cop who's like fucking jacked and scary looking, and I'm like, yeah, this is a cop. This is what cops should look like. Yeah. You know? When I see like a big fat cop who fucking looks like he could barely get up a flight of steps without like being winded, I'm just like, yo, man, like there should be a require there should be a weight require I don't care. There should be a requirement. You're a police officer. You should be protecting people, and you should be able to chase somebody. Also, like a, maybe some sort of psychological test or even intelligence test. Well, that too. For decision making. There should be like... Cops should have to be physically fit, I think. Yeah. And also uh, mentally fit. But yeah. And also, they thing. should go to a police academy. And and hang out with the guy that does weird voices. And with Steve Gutenberg. Yeah. Mahoney. Yeah. yeah. See, so. Ryan's bringing back all the old school shit. You know, I'm more of a Reno 911 kind of guy. <laughs> nah, I'm kidding. I actually did like the police academy. Beverly Hills Cop. I love all those. I, I love all those action comedies you know beverly hills cop eddie murphy made uh dad jeans look really cool also (laughs) dad jeans and a baseball jacket also uh have you seen the trailer for the new uh eddie murphy movie uh dolmite yeah it's yeah it's it's based off of an old 70s exploitation movie black exploitation movie have you seen i haven't seen the trailer yet everybody's like talking about it it looks fun like it I'll watch it. You know, I'm going to take that back. Everybody's not talking about it. One person mentioned it to me this week. Everybody's talking about it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I'll check it out. Like, I I, I find, like, old movies like that kind of fascinating that, you know, I like to see Eddie Murphy back in action. Yeah, that's the thing. I think people were kind of waiting for Eddie Murphy to do something. Especially, like, seeing him on, like, comedians in cars getting coffee. With Jerry Seinfeld. You've seen that episode? I actually want to talk to you about that. Keep it was very good. I enjoyed it. Um, I was just happy to see Eddie Murphy. He looks like he's taking care of himself. And he looks happy and calm and happy with his life. He seems content. Yeah, like he's just chilling. Yeah, I feel like he's kind of being forced to do things that he doesn't want to do. I'm like like, asking him to do shit. He doesn't want to leave his house. No, yeah, he just wants to be fucking lazy. (laughs) He made all this money. Wouldn't you want to do that once you made all that money? Just kind of relax and enjoy life. Yeah, and he's he's older now. He's just chilling. He said he said a thing I really thought was cool. He's like I just make everybody come to my house. Like yeah. all the family and shit. Like we're like this we're the house. Yeah, it, it it's pretty much like what he did in the Chappelle show, I guess in that little behind the music. Maybe that's true. Maybe he just invites people to his house and just come to him and hang out. Yeah, yeah, why not? Charlie Murphy. If you could like if you could turn your living situation into like the best place ever like to the point where when you go you can stay in the most beautiful hotel no matter where you are in the world. You still miss your home because yeah. your home is so fucking dope that like 
you just don't want to ever leave it. That's probably what he had. He just has a dope-ass place to live. He's comfortable there. He's got family now. He's got know? family there. Yeah, you know? He's like, yo, you motherfuckers come to my house. Thanksgiving, my house. Christmas, my house. <laughs> Fucking Fourth of July barbecue, my house. Yeah, it's nice having a place of familiarity that you could just come home to and call it a home. Relax. Absolutely. You know, some people, you know, will have something to say about, you know, the holidays and shit. And they're coming real fast. It's yeah. almost Halloween. You know, and there's a lot of fat people at the gym working out so they can get into some costumes. Yeah. I'm here to help. Yeah, even before that for Comic-Con as well. Yeah. Or you could be fat in a costume, which is actually funnier. <laughs> but you're maybe not trying to be funny, you know? Yeah. Maybe just, you... Your shape, just be who you want to be. And that's the fun thing about Halloween, playing around, getting candy. Getting fucking hammered and waiting the next day and looking out your window and see the walk of shame of some people. Do kids trick or treat at your house? Uh, trick or treat? No, not mine. Oh, good. My neighborhood's like very, very much kind of like city like, so I don't think any reason to. And plus, my my even if there was people coming into my doorbell, I couldn't hear it because our doorbell's busted. <laughs> yeah, your doorbell is buzzed. Every time I go over there, I'm like, I got to text you or call. What about you? Do they have people in your building be like, you know, knocking on your door? You Every know, now and then, uh, they'll, they'll be like a group of kids coming through the building. I feel like it's like... Do you ever give them candy? Um, if we have... like, I think we're probably going to have some just in case. Or when those years when you didn't have it like were you pulling a walter math out from like you know uh uh grumpy old men just gave him a stapler and like <laughs> some like oh pull out some pencils and some cds that i don't shit that i'm throwing away like <laughs> shit that's just you know when you have shit in the doorway that you're like when i leave i'm gonna take this out yeah it's trash <laughs> yeah just or like just give up old gifts that you didn't want to take old shoes that are like talking now smell bad i got pennies yeah old t-shirts that have like deodorant stains on them <laughs> Gross. You accidentally wiped your ass with it. <laughs> you, <laughs> how do you accidentally wipe your ass with a t-shirt? Here's how you accidentally wipe your ass with a t-shirt. That's not accidental. Sometimes your t-shirt's too long, and you're in a public bathroom, and mm-hmm. you're trying not to touch anything, but your shirt is going over your ass, like the tail of your shirt, and instead of lifting it up and holding it with your elbow like a sensible person, you just let it hang, and your shirt will go up your ass with the toilet paper. And nobody has the heart to tell you that, number one... You got shit on your shirt. You smell, you smell like shit now. And number two, you got shit on your shirt. Hey, man, you got shit. Hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Sorry to bother you. You got shit on your shirt. No, if you're if you're going to act this out, you have to be more sensitive and quiet. Hey, hey. What? What? What, man? You, you got some shit. You got some shit. Sorry? On your, do you remember I, that? I couldn't hear you. Can you say that again? <laughs> you got some shit. What? what? You got some shit. Where? Do you remember that episode of South Park when it was like, they're going to say shit on television? Yeah, and they went And they went nuts, nuts, and then like the end of the world happened. First of all, the funny shit about that to me was when they said it, the dude was like, it was like a very like serious doctor show type scene, I think. Something like that. And then the dude was like, it was like at the very end of the scene, he goes, hey, uh, uh, Carson, you got some shit on you got some shit in the corner. Either. And then that was the, that was it. That was it. And everybody lost their fucking mind. That's fucking funny. That shit was hilarious. Those guys are so smart. Yeah. Have you seen the latest episode? I, uh, heard, like, I haven't. Uh, I guess this is released probably in a couple of weeks later. Um, we uh, They kind of make fun of China 
about like you know a franchise being owned by it and like you know just the whole idea of like ten of the the whole country like they just like about the whole Winnie the Pooh and the president thing they they cover you ever heard about that yeah yeah, yeah. why uh the Winnie the Pooh movie was banned in China because it looked it the the uh, president thought that it looked like him in their mind that that's mocking him for some weird reason. Oh, even though it had right, to do right, with right, it. right, 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 right. They okay. did little stuff like that, and like you know, yo, they just don't give a fuck. I love yeah, that. Man. And like what they did with it after that episode aired, they like took everything South Park related and like, oh, illegal, throw it out. Can't show, can't watch it here. We're banned in China. Banned now. in China. That's crazy. Yeah. Were there a lot of people in China watching South Park? You know, Probably. Was, the, the influence of American pop culture is fucking huge everywhere. Yeah, it, it's getting a little insane. Like, I, I don't, uh, this is the new norm now. We're, we're, we are what we are. I'm offended, so I'm going to turn this off. I mean, I guess you can do that, right? Yeah. Or you just, one person just got offended and now nobody can watch it. It's, <laughs> it's like, it's like, uh, it's like when they when we had um, prohibition. Yeah. One person had a problem with it. Now we all can't drink. Yeah, and that's why we had to do it secretly. We had to go hide somewhere and do it. Like people are still gonna watch South Park. And yeah, and people are still gonna drink. People are still gonna drink. Hey, you can't drink. You know, what people who fucking can't drink do go fucking hide and drink, and then hide that they drank. Yeah. Why, why can't we just be shameless and be open with all our shit? No, I'm kidding. No, don't do it. <laughs> don't there's do a that. lot. There's there's a lot of levels of. Oh, there's a you know you gotta respect. Shit. Yeah, that's cool. That's fine. I respect that. I like respect. Yeah, we don't do. If you have cocaine, go ahead and do it. Yeah, I mean, uh, don't just don't do. Don't, like, don't let those barbiturates go to waste. But don't do it. You say barbiturate. I wish. That, See, I knew that tickled you too, didn't it? But you say that on at least seventeen episodes. I have not seen barbiturates over the last three years. I'll be like eighteen. Though. If I go back. And not listen to every episode, which honestly, it would probably take me like at least three weeks to do. Yeah, you, you could probably listen all the way through. <laughs> uh, if the I'd, saga of the Truth Serum podcast. Yeah, there's certain things I probably would just be cringing. Like, oh my God, why oh did I say God, that? Oh my God, this has happened. It's out there forever. Oh, People God. won't forgive us. Nah, I don't care. Yeah, why are we yelling at each other? <laughs> what, how did that get to that? You know, why are they talking about shitting on themselves again? Every episode. Every single episode, somebody's wiping their ass with a shirt or getting diarrhea. <laughs> yep. Uh, every episode, that's happening, baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, of course. And then what happens is you your think, brain... You, you think a shart is like, is the actual phrase of a shit on a shirt? No. Because it's kind of No, just because I feel like a shart is already perfectly what it is. Shart doesn't sound sharp when you say shart. Like, I'm gonna, I could turn this into a, sh- a frozen shit and stab somebody i just imagine like a like a fucking like a torpedo just shooting out of your anus 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 shart famous amos. amos you know when people have uh like how many pizzerias are in new york city a lot you think there are more pizzerias or bars uh i think there's more bars and cafes i think that they're more probably <laughs> Does uh, uh, not Dunkin' Donuts? Uh, does any type of uh, Starbucks count? As, that, as what? As a as being a as cafe? A cafe? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think so. I can say. I mean, I've sat down in Starbucks comfortably and like opened up my laptop. I've been like that person. Yeah. Um, 
I've done that shit. And then I realized that uh, my headphones don't connect because Apple likes to do shit where you have to keep buying extra shit to use their stuff. Yeah, and you can buy an 11 with a third camera. Ooh, this third camera. three cameras on it. Who's that? Is that necessary? Yeah, man. You can take a picture of yourself three times. You can, I think it's like wide shot, phone shot, and something else. Dick I saw shot. it on a commercial with a dog. Dick shot. Yeah, they got this dog to uh, sit down and take photos of itself. Self-timer. Self-timer. Man, that does, that's a smart dog. It, a smart there's dog. no rules in the rule book that a dog can't take a photograph. That's a true. Selfie. That's why I like when they use real animals, too. You know, I was really disappointed when I watched Aladdin and it wasn't a real, Abu wasn't a real monkey. Yeah, what the hell, man? Or Roger, the tiger. First of all, the tiger's name is Raja. Stop calling him Roger, you fucking idiot. Who called it Roger? Me. <laughs> when I was a kid, I thought the tiger from the Aladdin's Roger? name was Roger. Roger. She was like, Roger, Roger, don't eat him. <laughs> Yo, Roger could have fucked everybody. Yeah, man, that's a well-trained freaking tiger. What kind of drugs were they giving him to be that chill? Probably lots and lots of meat. You know, Roger had a very animated face. He kind of looked a little bit like a person. He kind of looked like uh, he looked like this old comedian. Might look like a tiger. No, he looked like somebody. But, you know, it's funny how these movies will take it, like, especially based on, like... Tiger Woods? No, not him. But you know how, like, based on where they're... Like, they're in, like, Saudi Arabia, I'm presuming. This tiger kind of looked a little bit like he... If he turned into a man, he would be, like, an Arabian man. Mm. Right? You see the eyebrows? I guess, yeah. He had a little bit of a beard. Yeah. Kind of looked... Honestly, kind of looked like the Sultan. (laughs) Kind of looked alike. Prince Ali, fabulous E. Ali Obama. That's a good one. Yeah. You know, I think Will Smith did a really good job. Not, you know, I, I had no reservations about it. And I love Will Smith. So I was like, you know what? We watched it and we enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm still yet to venture there. Like when it comes on uh, Netflix or whatever, it, it's I'll on, watch it's it. It's on Netflix. It's right? on Netflix? And then I'll watch it then. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I think it's on. I just don't need, I don't need to go to theaters for that because I've, like, I feel I've like seen it. Yeah, it's just, I know this is just my opinion. Well, if you hate my opinion, then turn this fucker off because I just I, I've seen this shit already. It's, yeah, I already seen my childhood. Hannah said somebody said to her that the I know we talked about this before, but like the Lion King was like we hadn't seen it. We haven't seen it yet. Yeah, but she's like some people said it was weird because the uh, lion's facial expressions don't really change that much, but like. If you ever actually, like, it looks so realistic. Yeah. If you ever actually look at a lion, like, how many facial expressions do they have? It's, like, angry or asleep. That's it. Or just hungry. Or just, like, walking around fucking existing. So, yeah, I mean, what do you expect? Yeah. Next question. It Boom. is what it is. Bam. Drop that mic. You know, how do you take your coffee? I take mine black, you know, with no sugar. And some people go... Hey, I'm trying to lose weight. Should I drink more coffee because it speeds up your metabolism? Well, I'm going to give you this tip. Uh, apparently, caffeine does stimulate your metabolism. But if you're a person who thinks that a goddamn fucking pumpkin spice latte is a cup of coffee, then you're an asshole and you need to fucking reevaluate because the amount of sugar in that shit is just out of control. And also the chemicals they put in it, if they mess it up, it turns into arsenic. So you may be poisoned. Look out. Yeah. I mean, I heard that from an actual barista. Is that true? Yeah. A barista at Starbucks or a barista at a competing? At a, at a Starbucks told me that. Was she like upset at her boss or something? No, he just told me straight up that that's what it was. 
Oh, it was, oh, it was dude told you. Why does that matter? But she could have been. She could have been lying. She probably. I mean, nah. I think he knows what he's talking about. <laughs> now I don't know where you're coming from. You know when you just assume that someone's a dude or a girl? Look at this fucking guy. You see a car, but you can't see the person in it. It's Pat. That's an it's old SNL sketch. I remember Pat. Um, yeah, you just always assume. Yeah. Um, uh, do you ever feel like, you know, like we, we have places that are familiar, which is kind of nice when you don't see someone for a very long time. We could just go like right above this below this place we have this bar we you know where we would hang out all the time it's our watering nice. hole it's our watering hole which is nice right the, the, you think that it makes it easier on your mind when you're missing out on the fun like you know no matter what if you go here you're always going to find fun you're going to find at least a friend the weird a friend, yeah weird shit is i've walked in there ain't like not having shit to do and time to kill i've yeah. walked in there not knowing anybody working at the bar and not knowing anybody hanging out at the bar and been like, holy shit, I need to fucking go home because this <laughs> shit is weird. Yeah, that too. It's just like, what the fuck's going on here? I don't know anybody right now. I'm going to go home. But Has that like, ever happened to you, ladies and gentlemen? Have you walked into your local regular bar where you know everyone and you hang out there all the time and have been for years and you walk in and you don't know anybody? It's like the fucking rapture happened. Yeah, it's like, where's my buddies? Where's uh, Skidmark Steve? Where's... Uh, <laughs> But fart McFartson. But fart McFart. What? Yeah, no, it's weird. Because you expect them. You you just kind of think they're just bolted. Like they just only exist in that place for you sometimes, and it's not yeah. the case. They're out living their lives. They're out falling in love. They're out getting their college education. They're out there uh, smoking pot and they're eating they're ass. Eating ass and chewing bubble gum at the same time. <laughs> I'm here to. Chew bubblegum and eat ass. I'm an all out of bubblegum. And I'm all out of bubblegum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Anyways. Um, well, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages. This is this has been fun. It's uh, the end of the line for you. Until the next time we get to come down here and fucking talk our truth. To the world, you could uh, believe what you want. Yeah, um, and talk our serums. Truth serums. We give you all the serums you need here every single week. Uh, you know, pay attention. Read between the lines. Sometimes it's just nice to have a couple of nice soothing voices in your ear when you're on your way home from working at the job you plan on quitting. Hell yeah. Take it one day at a time, everybody. Think it through. But if you feel bad... Not miss it make you happy. Do something that does make you happy. Yeah, quit your job. Quit your Fuck job. It. Fuck your job. I know. Bitch ass job. And um, also for all you people who feel like you gained a little summer weight because you were outside drinking sugary cocktails and fucking eating hot dogs and shit and and tacos. Three is the magic number. Okay. And Comedy if you feel like threes. you keep eating five. Tacos at a time, hit me up. What's the body looking like? Hell yeah, that's the biz. Also, uh, check out our Patreon page on patreon.com slash truth serum. If you want to donate, help us, and give us your money for some funds. Give us all your money. Because we'll like to make this thing a full-time gig. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Bring in the love. Bring in better guests. Maybe a live show soon. Maybe Gary Busey. Maybe Gary Busey. We'll love any time. Or, you know, please also contact at our, uh, our Twitter, our Instagram page. You know, uh, what's it? 
truth serum underscore podcast. That's exactly what it is. If you want to comment, like, you know, all that shit, give us a high rating. Or if you think we're shit, don't even comment at all. <laughs> yeah, or if you think you should comment on it so we can know that we're what we need to work on. Yeah, I yeah, guess. buddy. We're probably not going to work on it, but you can still tell us. Yeah, yeah. And then kindly go fuck yourself. But kindly, though. <laughs> kindly. All right, guys. Nito Robin, take us back to our house. <laughs> yeah, and we'll play that jazz on the wheel. But like I think too much of anything is not like if you eat too much uh if you eat too much fish, yeah. you can get mercury poisoning, right? I don't know about that. Do I think eat, it depends on the fish and what it's um either if it's swimming around in the mercury. Oh uh, yeah, if it's deep in the can and you decide to drink down that mercury, which they don't I don't think they so much do that anymore. Oh, they Maybe, stopped? Yeah, I think for some fish they actually uh do can it in mercury. What kind of fish do you have to be? <laughs> In order for you to get out of the Mercury Club, I I don't know. Maybe um, well, I know albacore is canned, tuna's canned, salmon's canned. Isn't albacore sardines a little bit chunkier? It's almost like chicken. Yeah, kind of. Uh, <laughs> Riveting conversation we anyway. have here. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.